Well, everyone, welcome back. My name is Daman Curitan, Senior Journalist for XR Today, and we are bringing you the latest and greatest from the VR, AR, and XR industries. Today, we get to speak to Jason McGuigan, Head of Commercial Virtual Reality for Lenovo, and we're going to have a very uh, jam-packed session for today uh, to talk about the VRX, Think Reality VRX. So, Jason, it's a pleasure to have you on today, and welcome aboard. Great to see you, Daman. Okay. So yeah, I know we've had um, you've had quite a bit of an action-packed week this week. Uh, tell us what you're up to this week. Um, this week we're uh, you know, we're we're really dealing with a, a lot of uh, input from uh, our announce that we did uh, just a, a few short weeks ago on the Think Reality VRX, uh, and it's it's been uh, some great recognition we've gotten for it. Uh, we're very excited about our our partners, our ISV partners, as well as our internal partners. And uh, customer outreach we've gotten just based on the initial announce. It's uh, it's been a great uh, um, uh, you know a great amount of feedback that we've got, and and by and large, it's been fantastically positive. So we're very excited about it. Great to hear. And so now, I guess we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of it, and we're going to talk a little bit about the VRX. So, what inspired Lenovo to create? The Think Reality VRX. I know this has been your brainchild for quite some time and you've been working very hard at it. Can you tell us a little bit about it and which clients are best suited for the device? Sure. Um, so uh, this kind of came along from, uh, you know, Lenovo's longstanding history of working within the immersive space. Um, you know, we, we've done quite a few devices, uh, you know, early days with the, uh, the Google Daydream platform under the Mirage Solo. Uh, as well as our uh, Mirage VRS3. And then we also created uh, one of the Windows uh, uh, mixed reality-based devices, uh, the, um, I believe it's called the Lenovo Explorer. And, uh, and we also have uh, you know, our VR Classroom platform, uh, but we recognized that there was a big gap in the market for the enterprise training areas and, and what we consider the enterprise metaverse, uh, giving people the ability to utilize full VR devices, full immersive tech, uh, to bring people on board, to train them, to do hard skill training, soft skill training, and all the things and the like. And, uh, you know, what we really saw was that majority of customers were utilizing retrofitted consumer hardware. And for many enterprises that just wasn't cutting it, um, to be able to even sell into an enterprise or to work appropriately with an enterprise IT department, you need to have something that's validated, that's, that's uh, proven to be safe, secure, uh, have the right level of data privacy, uh, and, and also have that, that inroad and that connection to understanding how enterprises even work. And that's one of the areas that Lenovo has always specialized in. So we, we recognize that this gave us a very strong opportunity to step in the market there. Um, so, you know, when we, when we jumped into that, uh, it, it, was, it was one of those things that we, we looked at, how do we, how do we create something that's going to bring this to market appropriately? And we looked at partnering with various different groups and we've done some good partnerships in the past um, but with this one, we realized that if it was going to hit all those points we wanted to hit, it has to come from Lenovo itself. Um, so we are developing this ourselves. Uh, we're actually manufacturing it at Lenovo, Lenovo's LCFC. Um, we have a, a lot of those aspects that are making this a true Lenovo full product, which is also why it goes and falls into the Think brand. Um, so, you know, if you're familiar with Lenovo products, the, you know, the ThinkPad and the ThinkStation, uh, there's some of the, the top tier products within the enterprise. Many people that work in the enterprise already have company-issued ThinkPads and ThinkStations. Um, so it's, it's a well-recognized brand associated with it. 
But even inside of Lenovo, it's more difficult to be considered a think product. So for this to even be part of a think reality and a think product, uh, it gives it even a stronger standing within the, the product echelon within Lenovo and, and, and something we truly believe and stand behind. Yeah, brilliant words. And I know that um, for me personally, I've always been a fan of Lenovo, but not actually using the ThinkPad right now. Uh, especially that swappable battery saved me quite a few times on trips. So yeah, uh, it's, it's a pretty much a, it's a very stand-up device, and I'm really happy to have it. So yeah, uh, we can talk a little bit more about the VRX now. It's got some very interesting specs here. Um, are you able to tell us a little bit about some of those? Um, what sure. kind of ingredients did you put into this recipe for you know virtual reality? Well, you know, we looked at it from the perspective of when, we, when you start building a VR device uh, and when you start looking at what's available from a technology perspective, um, you know, you, you have to really be predicting the future to a degree. You can't say this is what's going to work today. You have to be building a device that has a relatively short life cycle because of how quickly the market turns. Um, but you can't be utilizing things that are you know, uh, you know, formulated and stayed in perfect because it just doesn't exist in our space right now. Everything's iterative and growing. Um, so when we looked at this device, you know, uh, and we started building this out, uh, the, the the top device on market was kind of the Quest 2 and the, and the, the Pico Neo 2 even. And we started looking at how do we build something that looks at the next generation of products that are going to be the, uh, you know, the, the mainstays for the industry going forward. So we looked at obviously our partner Qualcomm and the iterations of the XR2 processor, which is why we have the, the, the most updated version of that in the XR2 plus. Uh, and then we started looking at uh, how we utilize different sorts of lens technologies, because one of the biggest detractors with the older generation of models, the Quest 2s, Focus 3s and things of that nature is the Fresnel lens. Um, which gives you a very you know, big box sort of structure on the front of the device, uh, as well as a, a kind of a telltale issue with the uh, concentric rings that kind of go around and, and build out that, that Fresnel lens. And that gives you a lot of visual aberration if you're not in a very perfect sweet spot. So by converting over to what are known as folded optics or pancake lenses, um, we've eliminated a lot of that. We've, we've decreased the form factor on the front of the device significantly. And we've also been able to have a much better edge-to-edge -edge clarity on the lens, which gives you a much, much broader sweet spot. And our lenses, we, you know, we think we're going to be able to put that up against pretty much anybody in the industry. And, uh, you know, very high-resolution displays that we're utilizing in there. Uh, I, I, you know, quite frankly, was just testing out our latest build with about 10 minutes ago on it. And the, the quality is amazing. I, I'm extremely excited for people to be able to try this on and see just how beautiful the clarity of the device is and how, how great and color rich and, and contrast deep uh, the, the whole optical engine is. And then on top of that, you've got some of the other great new features that we're putting on there. Just the overall balance of design from the front to back, uh, heavy duty 6,900 milliamp hour battery in the back to give you some really long life on it. Um, but then we also have very high resolution mixed color, uh, mixed reality full color pass-through cameras. And that's going to give you uh, a great bit of quality of life where we've got a button right on the bottom of the headset. You tap that at any point in time and you can see through to the real world in full color, interact with your coworkers, grab a drink of water, check your email, check your phone. Um, but uh, even more importantly, it's going to allow for mixed reality pass through experiences. And we're working very directly with Qualcomm on that through their Snapdragon Spaces program. And that's the foundation of our SDK. So you'll have very AR-like experiences that you'll be able to pull onto this. And those AR-like experiences are going to 
you know, turn a lot of people into believers in some of this tech, I think, uh, because one of the biggest detractors on an AR glass usually is that small form factor. And because this is a full field of view on a VR headset and a much deeper, richer color picture, uh, I think we're going to make some, some strong believers out of it because of the mixed reality pass through. So that's, that's kind of the, the, the major features that we add in there. And there's a whole laundry list of other specs and, and things of that nature that um, we'll have uh, some uh, announcements this, just this week that'll give you the full rundown of, of all the high-end features in there. But really, when we looked at this, we, we recognized we have to be top of the line with most of these things. If we're going to make it a expandable, uh, versatile use for an enterprise, we have to really be hitting all those high marks. And, and I believe we've achieved that. Absolutely. And um, one of the things I've noticed about, you know, that excellent mixed reality pass through that, you know, you just mentioned, um, that's going to be very key, especially with people who want to do enterprise solutions, especially with uh, Autodesk VRED. Yeah. Um, that's going to allow them to kind of work simultaneously from any location. Um, it's also going to allow people to collaborate and um, use more of the mixed reality features so that they can kind of um, make designs in real time and then be able to show that because that actually eliminates a lot of travel that you have to work with, a lot of also costs, making clay models of different designs. Mm -hmm. And especially when it comes to maybe if someone decides to use this um, to design some buildings like with the AEC industry. <clears throat> so I think that's going to be quite a few unique use cases that uh, Lenovo is going to explore over the next few months, you know, as this, you know, as this product is tested by a lot of different enterprises. So, Excited to see what happens with that. Yeah, you, you mentioned you mentioned VRED, and and for us, like you know, looking at that, uh, you know, that that obviously, you know, it, I'd kind of be uh, remiss to mention, uh, Lenovo obviously is a really big computer company, so this is going to work also not just as a standalone device, but also with high powered PCs. But you know, you mentioned VRED. Uh, we work very heavily with our partner Nvidia on the other side of the of the, of the house. Um, and NVIDIA has their Cloud XR solution that we're absolutely pushing with this device. And something like VRED is a fantastic use case for that. Something that has, you know, a car model that may have billions of polygons that you could only run through super high-end GPUs, being able to push that directly to an all-in-one device over Cloud XR, uh, you know, is, is another one of those areas that this device is going to prove out its versatility. So you can, you can do your all-in-one stuff, you could do your Cloud XR-based stuff, you could do your tethered things. Um, you're going to be able to get a lot of utilization out of this with a singular device, as well as all the things you could do in pseudo AR, MR experiences. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that. And, um, you know, like I said, I've seen a little bit from VR, uh, Vario technology side. I've also seen a little bit from, um, you know, the Meta, you know, their latest Quest Pro is going to also have it. So there's a lot more contenders in the market, and I think that's going to really help to kind of drive the technology through competition. So, you know, great work on that. Now, I wanted to ask you a little bit more about, um, so we talked about some of the use cases. Um, now, did you see any kind of exciting figures or statistics about some of the applications for XR in the enterprise? Now, I noticed that you mentioned some of those at the IGS 2022. Mm -hmm. I think that was the one in Portugal where you yeah. got to speak to a couple of my colleagues, including uh, David Dungay. So that was a very nice interview, by the way. Um, tell us tell us a little bit about uh, what you believe about the enterprise. Um, any statistics or any particular, you know, general ideas about what kind of things XR can do for it? 
For sure. Uh, and, you know, depending upon the individual use case, and, you know, this is one of those things that we talk about very, very, very often. Um, the biggest push for this stuff is definitely going to be around training. So uh, anything that you're talking about, enterprise metaverse, um, you know, where we're looking at it from the remote collaboration, getting people to work together, have those water cooler moments, have those, those creative collaborations. But really, it's the repetition through training, the ability to have a training device in your home, and the, the uptick that employees get from that, from feeling engaged with their work, from feeling more experienced with their work, and you know, from being able to take something that they've maybe never touched in the physical world and get them up and running in uh, you know, a, a very true-to-life scenario. Uh, which is why we kind of refer to this sometimes as, as the, the any job simulator. You know, you've had flight simulators for decades. And the reason you have flight simulators is, of course, you don't put someone on day one into a very expensive you know, piece of machinery where lives are at stake and say, go ahead. You know, this, you, day, day one, you're going to learn on this. Um, and you could do it through traditional training modalities. You could do it through white papers and videos and things of that nature. But really having practical hands-on experience is shown to be so much more effective. And you can get people up and running at a much higher degree. And, you know, what we're seeing is that, uh, you know, things like soft skill training, you could have up to a four times faster training. So something that normally would take maybe an hour could take under 15 minutes when, when you're doing soft skill training. And, um, you know, you're having a, a significant uh, higher degree of confidence, close to a 300% uptick in your confidence. And these are all metrics and studies that have been done repeatedly at this point where people feel so much more confident when they walk into a workplace that they say is familiar, even though they've never actually experienced it in the real world, they've experienced it virtually and they say, okay, I, I know what I need to do. And that goes across um, hard skill training like manufacturing and, and working on uh, things like nuclear reactors to, all the way to surgery training and things of that nature, um, to assembling of, of hard goods. Uh, all of those things can be proven over and over again to show that this sort of VR training, this sort of immersive training is so much more effective. And then also significant, significant aspect is the reduction of risk of injury in the workplace. And that's a big, big area that we're focusing on where you could train people how to work in safety scenarios with inside of a warehouse where they're just familiar, familiar already without ever having stepped in that facility. They know where all the egress points are. They know where all the, the fire extinguishers are. They know where all the safety modalities, where the eyewash is, all those things that you would want someone to know on day one that may take them many weeks or months of being on the job. They can experience that before they even step foot in that facility and they can experience it remotely. So that's why a lot of organizations are even utilizing this stuff for, for onboarding and getting people just acclimated to environments before they even do come into work. Because we do recognize that the hybrid workplace is something that all organizations are learning to, to understand uh, and meet their employees where, they, where they're best and most comfortable. Um, but there are going to be certain jobs that do always require you to walk into a physical facility and if we can give you that ability to feel comfortable in that facility on day one, we're going to make you better at your job. We're going to make you safer and we're going to make you just more effective overall. And the, the, the metrics have proven that out. Yeah. And I noticed um, you mentioned a little bit something about, you know, being able to be prepared, willing, trained. So that way, when you go on day one, you can uh, meet the job you know, with a lot of higher skills than if you were to just go in there blindly or if you were to go in, you know, with a traditional training. And one of the things I like to look at is the agile workforce is the fact that you can get these people trained, ready to go. 
and you know boost their skill set from day one, allowing them to perform much better. And right now we are experiencing a global uh, shortage of labor in addition to a global sh uh, skill shortage, which I think that XR is going to help fill in phenomenally. Um, just being able to get people prepared and ready and uh, upskilled at much faster rates to prepare them for more complex work. So yeah, excellent, um, excellent viewpoints on that. And I do appreciate that. Um, is there anything else that you'd like to add? Um, well, we'll probably cut it short soon, but um, is there anything else that you'd like to say or uh, let us know about you know, Lenovo's work? And VRX as well. So, so yeah, I think uh, you know, from Lenovo's perspective, we understand that we have a, a very strong identity, uh, business identity with the enterprise. Um, you know, we have that very strong Lenovo name that we 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 you know hang a lot of energy on, um, and we're making sure that we're we're positioning ourselves appropriately with that. Uh, and we also have you know a reputation for the hardware that we're bringing, and we believe that Think Reality VRX is going to be a great part of that. But we also have a full solution stack. Um, we have the Think Reality MDM or the platform that we allow people to remotely uh, manage devices with. But then we have our XRS services, uh, which allow for uh, enterprises to utilize our teams to help develop some of their content with uh, their chosen ISVs or with one of the Lenovo certified ISVs. And then we have uh, other aspects like Lenovo's uh, devices as a service financial model. Uh, so we're not only helping you solve for the actual technical solution, we're also helping you figure out how it's gonna be paid for and helping companies get up and running quickly and even being able to bundle uh, all of their software and solutions together. Uh, but most importantly, we're, we're trying to really push the idea of, of building towards this enterprise metaverse, but making sure that it's open. So we have a very strong identity of meeting the customer where they're at. We're not gonna tell you how to develop with us. We're going to say, what are you most comfortable with? What works for your enterprise? And let's help you build around that. And we've got a full suite of services that, that surround that whole idea. Uh, in conjunction with that, we're bringing on board lots of different ISV partners that are going to help bring solutions that are already tried and true and help develop new ones for these enterprise customers. Uh, so a lot of the familiar names in the ISV space, like Engage and Tailspin, uh, Roundtable, Transfer, uh, Uptail, many other ones that we're already working with. And we're growing that ISV list uh, to expand to groups that may not have seen the enterprise as a focus before, uh, but also talking to customers that said, you know what, we can't do this because we can't work with any of the partners on the market. Now that Lenovo's entering the market with this, a lot more enterprises are beginning to look at and say, okay, now we have a serious enterprise player that can come along with us. Now we need to really look at this more directly. So, you know, I, I think we look at it from that holistic open enterprise, open metaverse space. Uh, and, and as we're building that out, we're always looking to uh, bring on more ISV partners and talk to more customers. So uh, absolutely encourage folks to reach out to us and have these conversations with us. Uh, you know, I think Reality VRX will be out uh, early next year. Uh, we're going to have some early development devices uh, later this year in the beginning of next. Uh, you know, those are already in extremely high demand. So we'll be looking at customers and ISV partners uh, very specifically to choose who gets those. Uh, but we encourage everyone to, to reach out and, and to, uh, uh, to start inquiring about these devices now. So, but I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you about this. And, and uh, yeah, you know, we're, we're very excited to bring this to market. Yeah, brilliant. Likewise, I do appreciate it because there's a lot to unpack on that. And uh, it's a very good, it's great. It's an excellent opportunity, I would actually say, to um, get the chance to like learn about Lenovo's technologies, especially with the Think Reality platform and the VRX itself. Uh, once again, my name is Damon Curitan, Senior Journalist for XR Today. 
If you'd like to continue following the conversations with us, please follow the XR News hashtag, which you can do so on Twitter and LinkedIn. So once again, we're signing off. Thanks again so much for joining us and have an excellent day, everyone. Bye now.